Welcome to another episode of Bay's Boys, Bay's Boys, 9037 Seconds Information You Can Never Use. Joe Skelly, co-host and yep. lover, father, happy guy. I tried to be. Some other shit. <laughs> Tell me a story, Joe Skelly. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, I've been watching a lot of um, uh, documentaries Uh-oh. on Amazon. It's not good. No, they're good. They're super good. Uh, the one I watched was called Unacknowledged, and the other one I was watching was called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Are these these alien ones you've been speaking about? Yeah, yeah. They, some of these are alien ones. And uh, they were talking about, in particular, how the world governments do know that aliens and UFOs have been around. Uh, they've been keeping it a secret. Uh, they did think the American populace could handle it. Um, all kinds of different things. So, then, so we're now we're on... All they've done is acknowledge a conspiracy theory that we all thought was there anyways. We haven't seen any aliens yet. Like, well, they haven't... Right. So The it, government it, hasn't officially said, hey, here's E.T.'s well, ass. Well, they did. Well, no, they didn't show you a picture of right, E.T., but they, they unofficially, officially acknowledged the existence of UFOs when... The Which department... doesn't mean shit, because, I mean, they, they said, you know, other things. Well, the Department of Defense released those... Uh, uh, gun sight cameras from those F-18s like what a year or two ago oh. where there were like five of them and they're like following them at top speed and these things are doing maneuvers that modern airplanes and aircraft right, that can't, we do. can't do and I they're like yes one. there are these are unidentified flying objects we have an organization within the government that's assessing the threat of these things in our airspace and so on and so forth, right? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but they've actually declassified thousands and thousands of documents about all the projects that they've had oh. previously about. Oh, UFOs. so they did declassify stuff and start sharing it. Yes, but they're doing it in a. There's a couple of thoughts on this, right? They're doing it because sometime in the near future there will be full disclosure, right? That we've been visited for right a long period of time. JFK. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking, we're still waiting on that one. I mean, right, I'm just right, saying. Right. I'm just saying. Right, and then or or the other the other hypothesis is what they've been doing is they've been programming us through for years via media in movies. So you don't get upset about it when they drop it. No, no. The opposite. Because I heard that theory too. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. But the other part of it is is that they want to create a panic. Right. Think about Independence Days and all these movies with aliens and aliens are super aggressive and they want to kill humanity so that the military industrialized complex can help formulate a worldwide battle plan against aliens. And then we'll all be friends and we won't fight over religion. Yes. I mean, that that's the best part of those movies. Right. That is the best. Everyone's like, what? We were killing each other. We're done now because E.T.'s coming to wreck us. Right. But here's a question I have for you. Like. If these creatures are spacefaring, it means they could travel at greater than the speed of light and travel from distant galaxies to right. our planet. That would mean that technologically they're, you know, a thousand years more advanced than we right. are, right? Without a doubt. So but, hypothetically, if they wanted to do us harm, they could have, would have done so already. I maybe mean, that's they're just afraid my of our rifles. Maybe, perhaps. You know, the black rifle is a scary, is a scary right. thing. But right. uh, then somebody brought to my attention, have you heard of the Fermi paradox? Negative. Fermi paradox is interesting, right? It's saying statistically, if you're just using numbers, right, with all the known planets 
all the known M-class planets that are out in this galaxy, in this universe of ours, right? Right. In the multiverse, whatever you want to call it, it would be statistically impossible to say that we're the only existing life in the universe. Yeah, that's uh, that makes sense. Okay. That's like saying, it's like when people say, you know, oh, these fishes are extinct, but you haven't uncovered the entire ocean. It, right. It, it's... And then it turns out you find one 20 years later. Right. right. And they're like, oh, wait, well, we thought this guy was gone. Because I see fucking shit like that all the time. They're like, oh, we found this new fish. And I'm like, I don't think he's new. I think he's just new didn't to know you. He, new to you, right. right. So but here's the backside of this Fermi paradox thing. It says, A, it's statistically impossible for there not to be other life out in the universe. However, it also says statistically that what we recognize as sentient or self-aware or intelligent life forms. Right. It's probably super rare. Boy, because it would explain you, it. I'm lost. Okay. So they believe based on the number of planets out there. Okay. They could host life. Uh huh. Right. It says that finding intelligent life would be super rare because we might not recognize it as intelligent life. So we're saying that we could be so fucking stupid and dense that we're just too stupid to know that they're smart yes that also makes sense right i mean we're assuming that other life forms out there would be carbon-based like ours right and require light and oxygen so on that that right there i've wondered this myself because uh daddy elon supposedly sends rockets up and cameras to look for what is the big one it's carbon whatever whatever water like water right they're like oh we're looking for water then we'll know there's life and i'm like what if he doesn't need to drink water there's life that that doesn't require water and actually lives in acid oh that's gross that's gross. Is that right. on Earth? Yeah, that's on Earth. That's not good. And on some, yeah. I have enough trouble figuring out what those dinosaurs and birds and all these other things they find that. No, I'm good on that. Uh, I mean, I also I also know somebody who's an astrophysicist who told me that sometime within his lifespan, we will know for a fact that life exists on foreign planets or other planets, because what they're going to do is send a giant telescope out to space, which is more powerful than the Hubble telescope. Right. And what it's looking pretty for, powerful. what it's looking for on these other planets is artificial light. Yeah, that's that's a new one to me. I think we talked about this. You're probably one of the first people that I heard that from. Which was um, a really interesting idea to me because it listen, is. It is. Listen, he goes, look, my man. my rebuttal was, is what happens when you find Vin Diesel with glowy eyes who doesn't need light, who doesn't need light. Again, we're also assuming that they're like us and need light and need light. Not like Riddick. Not like Riddick. Not like Riddick. <laughs> trying to get me some Riddick guys. Right. That would be sweet. Yeah, but... How do you get that? Uh, I heard you got to get yourself thrown into a deep, dirty prison and pay a guy a bunch of Newports and all this other shit. But it didn't work for that girl, so I'm not down for that life. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Fair enough. That, Fair that enough. whole thing didn't make any sense. It, it's Plus, a, he's it Vin was Diesel. A yeah, <laughs> Vin Diesel. F is for family, and we drive fast. Right. Right. So, again, he probably just went so fast in his cool car that... His eyes turn that way. That's uh, my theory. It's okay. not scientific, but there's zero science in that. Just, but no. I, I can appreciate this that. movie. That's also movie way. Dif- that's also way different than the sheriff we know who doesn't move very fast at all. So I would guess that he would never oh. get glowy eyes to see to, in the dark. He used to run like fuck. Why are we on this again? Here, have you ever seen him run? It's like his arms, like his elbows. So his arms below his elbows are the only thing that moves when he runs, like a T Rex. 
Yeah. <laughs> so he runs like T-Rex. Very sexy Italian looking T-Rex apparently from the 80s. Wait, so that is a theory. Like I heard runners, actual real people that do run. I don't run anywhere, but they said that your legs move as fast as your arms, which I understand. He figured out a certain way to move with just the below the elbow. So he's got little propellers going while he's running. <laughs> right? And then that fucking dude, that gang of dudes, stops him in the middle of his running. He's so fast, but he didn't catch the bad guy. But then that gang stops him, and he's like, hey, motherfucker, you owe me money. And he just punches his dude in the chest and then walks away. (laughs) He doesn't run. He's not scared. (laughs) He's far. But that's not Riddick-esque in any way. No, Riddick never runs. No. He doesn't Riddick just sits in the dark and fucking. Like a creeper. Yeah, does weird shit. He's, He's a total creeper. I love Vin Diesel, though. (laughs) <laughs> like legit like i heard he used to be a bouncer for real like in new york okay if you could bounce in new york you could you could kind of bounce almost anywhere like on another planet in the dark <laughs> i don't know why we're talking about this but <laughs> we're gonna get back to the aliens but you know uh so the oh, fuck why do i know so much movies so many movies you know the movie knock around guys where he does the italian bad guy thing yeah and he plays just the thug yes so the the line where he's like, 500, 500 fights. That's how many fights I thought as a kid I had to get into to be a hard ass. So that's a real thought from him in real life. When okay. He, when he was a little kid, he was like, yeah, I have to fight this many times to be tough. That's like a realistic thing. I think there's a bunch of kids running around thinking that. Like, if you fight enough, it's going to. And it does work. If you want to go out and get your ass beat. We unless, know you, unless you get beat up 500 times and then you're no, no, I mean, you're no tougher than you were before. You just got beat up 500 times. I don't know, man. That's, I mean, you then would you, think somebody you're just would an love. MMA artist then. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're, now you're a UFC fighter. You're ready. You're Dana, right. you call Vin Diesel. He's ready. <laughs> He's ready. He's ready. Because he did 500 the, fights. And the sheriff, he taught some UFC guys. To what? To Block do, three moves? Yes. He taught them. I don't know. Three, the three, uh, three move block. He combo. taught him how to do Ikio Nikio so he could they could get handcuffed. Okay, right fair in the middle enough. of the UFC fight, he's like, "Hand me the handcuffs, Dana." <laughs> Is that think, how you say his name, by I, the way, Dana? Yeah, Dana I think yeah. I think the sheriff is super successful in in arresting people. Fuck. And it doesn't come down to skill; it comes down to mass. Right. Yeah, he's a big motherfucker. Like he just lays on people. Ooh. And you're not getting. <laughs> I mean, you're not getting Fuck. him off. You're just, he just lays on people. Right? All right. So back uh, to the aliens. Yes, back to the aliens. Tom DeLonge is fucking stoked. By the way, he was in the documentary. Because I just watched. you know what he's doing, right? Oh, we yeah. talked about this, right? Or did yeah. we talk about it or did you already know? No, we talked about this. Homeboy runs his quit Blink-182 to go run a space exploration we prove aliens are real company. That's awesome. That's fucking wild. Right. He quit a super successful band. Right. It's like the guitarist from Korn who quit because he found God. What does that have to do with playing guitar? I'm not, I'm just joking. Like, I get it. You found God. You know, Korn is a, a devil's band, you know, because you guys got dreadlocks and you're wearing Adidas and fucking Jonathan Davis is fucking smelly. And I get it. But who quits Blink-182 to go find aliens? A wackadoodle with a lot of money. I don't want to. I don't want to. And don't rip. D- d- listen. I'm not going to call him a wackadoodle because I think that's a great endeavor. No. Yeah. I, I, I think if you I, can prove, if you can prove the existence of existence of sentient life from other planets, you can help advance humanity. I, we're on so many references here. We're going to give a shout out to the biggest podcaster right now, Joe Rogan, because he had not only Tom but uh, 
Travis on there. You know, you see that you listen to I I don't listen to podcasts. In fact, I don't really fucking care for podcasts. I've I've listened to a couple of Joe's because I was bored at work when I was stalking at night in the middle of the night. And he had Travis on. Travis is the drummer, right? So he had Travis on and Travis was like, "Yo, do you know that every time we pull in, instead of like going to do drugs or going to bang bitches or instead of going to hang out and party, Tom is like, "Hey man, let's go look for Bigfoot." <laughs> I also applaud that. Right. Like, things, I mean, first of all, like, Blink-182 is part of my life. Like, I'm, I'm like, it's skater punk. I right, grew up in grew skater up community. Right. I remember the first girl, I remember the girl who handed me the Blink-182 album, and, and I remember where we were sitting in her fucking dad's car, and she was like, you need to listen to this. And I was like, I don't think I will. It's got a cow on it with a printing on his ass. I'm not into that. But... It's fucking crazy that you watch these skater punk looking motherfuckers and dudes like been chasing Bigfoot when we're not looking. That's awesome. That is wild. That is totally wild. I still can't get over that. And I've been thinking about this for a couple of years now because so he's in the documentary. He's in the documentary. But another good documentary to watch is Unacknowledged. Yeah. All right. And yeah. the other one is Above Majestic. All right. So. There's your list, people. Go watch these documentaries. And then, and then, and then, you know, if you're an expert, if you're an expert in this field, get back to it. Hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Send us an email to our email. We'll put it in the. Uh, we'll put it on the uh, thing later. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what I really, what I really want to talk about today is a true American hero. Tom DeLonge and his space exploration. No. Who? Johnny Weir. Who's that? You don't know who Johnny Weir is? No. I'm... Johnny Weir, the figure skater who does all the commentator stuff on the Winter Olympics in ice skating? I've never watched an Olympic event. Dude, you need to look up Johnny Weir right now. Look at his pictures. All right. Johnny Weir is a true American hero. Is he Canadian? No, he's an American. It seems like all of our heroes are Canadian these days. Not, a, I'm just not, not with this guy. Not with this guy. Jim Carrey. Listen. The weekend. Him and Tara Lipinski, both former medalists. Both former ice skating phenoms do the commentating on the Winter Olympics. And okay. I will tell you this, Johnny Weir. Oh, oh, my boy's got a ducktail and everything. Look at this haircut. Dude, Johnny Weir. Boy just became my favorite Olympic skater. Dude, Johnny Look Weir. Look at that hair. Johnny Weir, hands down, is amazing. Because when he does He's his commentating. Freak, when he does He's his commentating, freak. when he does his commentating, he pulls no punches. Like so... all these people are like, "Oh, that was beautiful. That was amazing, Johnny. What did you think? I think she looked like a cow. <laughs> like this Fuck. dude. This dude pulls no punches, bro. Pulls no punches. So this is literally uh, Chris Rock's character from Multipass. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like running around with the leopard skin. The hair. Oh, Look yes. at this boy's dress. Like I like this guy a lot. Oh, look, he got that shirt from Steven. Look at that. Yeah. That's <laughs> Dude, gold inlaid Johnny, over black. Oh, Johnny that's beautiful. is amazing. Listen, I think the other part of this is I think he would get liquored up and do his commentating 
I think he'd get liquored up and try to tattoo your face. Oh, he would do that too. Yeah. But like this guy pulls no punches and he dogs everybody. And at one point in time, a couple years back during the Winter Olympics, they wouldn't let him do commentating at night because he was so out of control. Like he Boy would do, was drunk. Listen, listen. Boy he would was do, drunk. Do, do straight drunk, right? He would oh. do the daytime commentating and the nighttime. Oh, no. And then they banned him from the night and they would only let him do it during the day because he was so wild. Oh, that's fucked so up. So wild. That's fucked up. So here, Johnny, Johnny Weir's a hero. Here's the best part. We think he's America's secret weapon against the other nations during the Winter Olympics. Him and Pee Wee? No, him and Tara Lipinski. Which well, one's Tara Lipinski? Tara Lipinski is his co-host because the two of them are are together. Right. Are insane. Right? right. So what we think what happens is Jenny Weir in the Olympic Village at night, in particular, would go over to the Russians. Be banging on their doors at like three o'clock in the morning. Get up, bitches! Let's drink Cosmos! And they oh keep them up all God. night, getting liquored up and hanging out with Johnny Psycho Switchblade Weir. <laughs> That's the best. Dude, I I'm like telling you, I'm telling you, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make I'm gonna make shirts. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna get his face tattooed on me. Dude, he's he's I, wild. I'm just he's saying. wild. Great American hero. If you've never watched Johnny Weir before doing his commentating, All you right. can find I'm, it on I'm YouTube. Watching that. They're out of control oh, because yeah. he does not pull punches. And I'm telling you, he's America's greatest secret weapon. Like he's keeping up all those other countries' athletes all night long partying, and they're going out oh. there and they're dragging ass on the ice. Oh. And then he's like, ah, she's a she sucks. Oh, her costume oh, is terrible. My God. Oh yeah. You've just given away the secrets. We can't air this. <laughs> Call Steven. He needs to go. <laughs> Call Steven. He'll be the bodyguard. Fuck. You think the Olympic Committee No, I meant you need us? to go. You just gave away all of our secrets. We're fucked. <laughs> you fucked us. Now, in, in four or years. Or did I? Or did I? Did I just make this all up? Well, nobody's going to want to hang out with Weir now. I, uh, bro, I would hang out with Johnny Weir tomorrow. I just want to point out that we all know what Johnny Weir's schoolboy school name mean name was what i can't say it it's okay. against the community guidelines oh, yeah. all right so we won't we but list johnny weir right he's a psycho bro in, well in a good yeah way. look what they called a, him they called him johnny queer the whole time growing up no nah, but look but you know what he's capitalized on that and he's making a fortune and good for him he's a genius dude, he's a genius i like him already and i haven't even watched his shit dude I, i'm telling you i'm making up a, i'm making up a nickname you, for him you can't have johnny a psycho switchblade weird yeah i heard that's you know, I'm going to need... I bet he carries okay. the stiletto. I bet he cuts your ass. <clears throat> Not if I get him with my stiletto first. You you get, you get think you're going to get over on Johnny Weir? I wouldn't drink around him. No, you no. better not. Bro. I wouldn't drink anything but bottled water that I broke the seal on myself. I'm just saying. I'm telling you. I'm telling that boy's, you. That boy's look at his. I seen the picture right here. It looks like uh, he's screaming at somebody on the ice right there. So, oh, bro, bro. <laughs> my man is Wait, out of control. Do we think he's an alien? No. Was, was he on the not show? At all. He wasn't on the show How at all. How did we end up over here? We're supposed to be talking about aliens. Is Probably. he an alien? No. I'm just. I figured I'd ask twice to get you to slip. No. You part of the MIB, bro? No, sir. Oh, no, sir. Okay. No, sir. But if you want to go back to aliens, we can go back to no, aliens. No, no. But I, I, I'm just really tell like, me more I, about I, Johnny Weir. I'm really upset that I haven't had the opportunity this this Winter Olympics to watch him. But I did see some of the costuming he was wearing oh. while broadcasting. Like he had them do his hair like panda bear ears. Fuck. Yeah, I just saw that picture actually. Yes, that, that actually looks good. Yes, my yes. guy can pull a pump though. Oh, this is it right here. Is this it? Yes. Those are the Princess Leia buns. Almost. No, it's not the Princess Leia buns because they're not on the side of his head. They're oh, on the top of his head. You're right. You're right. Okay. 
Yeah, my man's out of control and Tara, that's his girl, and the two of them just like dog each other during the, during the broadcast, and then they just tear people what, up. I don't know what you could say about him. Uh, other than he's an American hero? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hands down, true American hero. And if you don't believe me, watch him, and watch how he's brutal. He pulls no punches in his commentating. These other people are like, oh, that was so graceful. And look at their costuming. It's amazing. And Johnny Weir's like, her costume looks like she found it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Chicken X Skater too? Yes. Tara Lipinski? Yes. Tara Lipinski, yeah. Who'd she skate for? United States. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're both do, American skaters. Do we, oh, here's a picture of him in short shorts with, what are these shoes called right here? I know there's a name for them. They're like old school 50s whatever Oh, wingtips? Wingtips, that's wing right. Wingtips. Black and white Boy, wingtips. Boy's wearing wingtips with high shorts. He's got a frilly shirt out the back with a glitter jacket. My guy's got swag. My man's a fashionista, bro. Cutting edge, oh. cutting edge of fashion. Oh, my. And loves his American skaters. He looks like he gets scrappy, too. Look. That's a just dude. that's purely mental. This is a fight in the dog scenario here. You better believe that. Yeah, you better believe that. That dog has a lot of fight in you it. You don't bro. got. You don't got. Look at that. That's a whole head full of roses right let, there. <laughs> let me tell you wow. something. If I had to be in the bar back to back fist fighting with somebody, it'd be Johnny. It'd be Johnny because I think Johnny would. I think he would bring if the thunder. If nothing else, he'd bust a skate out and cut your ass with right. It. He'd or bring the stiletto, he, like you said. He would bring the thunder, bro. Right. He'd bring the thunder. But, you know, if you have the opportunity, check him out. Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir. You're missing out if or you don't Johnny know who Weird. this is. Johnny Weird would be a mean name to say, too. Yeah, that would be mean. Yeah. I, I'm not going to disrespect that dude because he no, has enough money. I'm just he, saying his he might name, come find you, his bro. His name rhymes with enough things right. to go sideways. And I'm sure that oh, people I'm have sure said that. Oh, I'm sure he dealt with it. Right. And I'm sure right. he's rumbled with the best. Or somebody. Snow Patrol. <laughs> on the ski slopes I just imagine he's a, right so he's a fucking skater or he's an ice skater so you know he snowboards probably that's all I'm saying it's gotta be a thing I figure people that enjoy the snow and the cold ice enjoy other snow activities so you're saying during the winter olympics when they're doing right. downhill skiing right, they'll right, be right. stumbling up the slope and snow patrol will be right. like sir you can't be on the slope so all yeah. the skiers are coming down exactly. and what would he be like Fuck you, bitch. Right. And then he'd just get to scrapping. Exactly. And they'd send and like he's got nine like ski patrol dudes out to take him down. fucking snow gear and all of it's bright and to begin with. But he's got brighter snow gear. Oh, right, right, right. And then right. badass, vin or not vintage, but uh, signature Oakley glasses. I got to look that up. Oh, I bet he does. He's got to have some sort of signature Oh, I bet something. he's got signature something. Signature makeup, maybe. He looks like he'd wear makeup a little bit. Yep. Um, were they, is he a good skater? Yes. He was like an he incredible won? skater. Yeah, he's a medalist. Did he ever take gold? I believe he has. Ooh. I could look that up and be uh, Look up. Just find I out. Find out well, how I many... could be productive, but then our listeners wouldn't be able to go look him up and be surprised. No, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's a surprise. Fair enough. Fair look enough. up Johnny Weir. Go find out his medals. You want to see what he got for you <laughs> for America while he was fighting Snow Patrol? Fighting the Russians? You know, you know he fucking, has a handler, right? You know he has a handler. If they wouldn't allow him to do nighttime right. commentating, you know he has a handler. Okay, so on that note, I have a theory about sports people in general. Okay. And I was recently confirmed by Joe Skelly 
with yeah, I think it, it had to have been you because it's some crazy shit that I heard. But so I have an idea that the CIA outsources through rock stars because think about it. Now they're not going to use the rock star or said musician for anything important. But if I was a if I was a honeypot <coughs> brown bear <coughs> and I was coming through to finagle connections, right? I come up to you. I say, hey. You're going to tour through Lithuania. Would you mind taking this gentleman here as your roadie? And then that's it. Oh, I'm, I, and then said yes. roadie like disappears the whole fucking Look, night. Never I, does any work. There's no doubt in my mind. If he's really good, he fucking does some work. So he gets some pictures with people and he's in the pictures. And then he disappears for the night to break into whoever's fucking house and steal whatever the fuck they need. I'm just saying it, it, it's, it'd be an easy way to do it. To blend in with a star, right? Right. I mean, I've heard crazy stories. Like, I heard, I heard a story one time that U.S. assets broke into a Soviet embassy, right? They said assets, but they meant kiss. Yes, they meant kiss, right? <laughs> American assets broke into a Soviet embassy. Now, mind you, this Gene is during Simmons the, licked his way in. This is during the Cold War, right? Oh. And they were Maybe dressed up as, as workers. Like, they were going into the embassy to do... Repair yeah, work or something normal, like that. Normal. Right. So anyway, they something happened and they the rug in the office of the embassy got soaked in Uh-oh. like blood. Oh. Right. So these guys took the person, rolled them up in the carpet, pulled them out of the embassy, took it to a rug cleaner's. Brought the rug back to the embassy. What? Put it back in place, made a hole in the ceiling, and then repaired the hole and painted it so it was wet and claimed that a pipe burst in the ceiling and that's why the carpet was still wet. True operation. That's skills. Steven was there. Was he? I don't know, but Vin Diesel was probably Or was it Kiss? Yeah, Gene Simmons licked his way in. He licked the rug wet. (laughs) Fuck. I don't even know what's happening on this podcast. We're already sideways. We started with aliens. We moved on to Weir and his beautiful hair. Right. That boy can pull a pump. Bro. I'm jealous. It's super impressive. Right. Super impressive. I've got asian straight hair, too. I should be able to do something, but it don't work. And he, that boy can pull a pump. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is super impressive. The res- Mad respect for the hair. Soda pop would be fucking would right. be on it right absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. so once again you know your list as a listener for documentaries to watch unacknowledged close encounters of the fifth kind above majestic all right let's circle back was there another one is that it? no is those that are three? the three that you should be checking out let's circle back so blink 182 all the small things is in this documentary Tell me about his part, at least, because I don't feel like scrolling through to find it. I will. I'm going to. But well, they, they keep mentioning him and, and then the different boards that he sits on and the different organizations right. he's part of. Right. And now to, he's got contacts with the CIA. To do UFO research. Yeah. Absolutely. My guy's hooked up with a bunch of people that used to work for fucking NASA, that worked in the CIA, that worked for the government. And, and here's the crazy thing. The guy that's doing these documentaries used to be one of those people. And he's Jesus essentially Christ. being a whistleblower. So, you know, Tom, first of all, probably like sponsored this a little bit, right? Puts oh, he probably had, he probably threw some bread into that. Yeah. Gives him a free deck. 
right? Tom, send me a deck, bro. Not yeah, yeah. not because I'm into aliens. It's just because your music's so great. We're down for that. Shout out to the alien boy. <laughs> Big shout out. Oh, my God. What's happening? And Vin Diesel. Yeah, I love Vinny. I know you do. 500 fights. I don't think I'm even at 500, and I did the same thing. I mean, I'm not, you know, I and I did get beat up like 500 times, I'm saying, but... So you could be an MMA number, fighter right now? Man, fuck no. I could be an MMA punching bag. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> Elite punching bags. Hey, I'll fight on the ground. All right. Good luck with that. That's the last place I well, want to be. Let's not get bro. into that. I don't want to be insulting people. All right. Calm down, Tim Kennedy. Fair enough. Oh, Fair you enough. riled up over this shit. These things Mainstream happen. Mainstream fucking gladiators. I get it. I get it. Gladiators. Modern. Not like that dude with the cleft palate that made that movie. Wait, which one? Oh, you know, he's a great actor. Yeah. You don't really? Wait, let's go over this. I want to know. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me. Look. I think we're talking about the same one. Yeah, but go there's ahead, only me. a couple movies that I, that I liked that he did. Which ones were they? Uh, one of the last ones is uh, You Were Never Really Here. Okay. Is that the one where he's the bum grabbing a girl out of uh, trafficking? Yes. Okay. Trafficking's that's, big that's right now. That's a good now. one. Um, or big on awareness right now. Yes, big on awareness. Here, here's what's really funny. There's two cycles for this, and I don't want to get away from cleft palates and aliens and Tom, but but you ever sit in the moment and sit here and go, man, well, this is what I do all the time. So when Trump was fucking president and people were going crazy about him and they were like, blah, 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 he's a fucking asshole. I'm wondering constantly in my head, will Trump be the next Nixon? Like, is that how he's going to be looked at? Like this douchebag who was a great president but also was the biggest dick because he had Twitter. And my, my point is, is I try to, I try to wonder the relations of what we view versus what they'll be viewed as in the future. Right. Because when we were growing up, all you heard was how great JFK was. Right. But then you hear all he was doing was fucking Maryland and other people and other, right. I didn't even hear about the other people because Maryland was so famous. Right. So you, you hear like, about how he was sneaking through this, the sewer systems in New York without a security detail to meet up with, broads and hotels. oh yeah you didn't hear about all that stuff oh yeah i also heard my guy had a bad back because yes. he was sick he did have a bad back yeah i think it was from injuries that he sustained in like world I, war ii i heard he had fucking scoliosis oh he might have been crazy too. he might have had that too i don't know if that's right i'm not very good at the medical stuff as we all know but so see that's what i'm saying so bill clinton later is going to be a legend for the blowy and for being a good president. And again, I don't follow this stuff, but that's what I hear from people. Oh, but, Bill Clinton was a great president. But here's president. the thing. People oh, forget blah. about the, all the good that Nixon did. See, and that's that's exactly my and point, And what all too. they remember is Watergate, right? So is... They don't forget... So it, Trump's going to be the Twitter king. That's all I'm saying. Probably. I mean, he did that. Yeah, he to did himself. That. Yes, he did. Without question, Mr. President, you, Mr. Ex-President, you did that to yourself. Yeah. So, no, no hard feelings. But he was also that. a great troll. No, yeah, he is. He did troll yeah. a ton of people yeah. using Twitter, which you is not wonder, presidential. By you any gotta means. wonder if he even knew what he was doing, or he just hired some schmuck to do it. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. All right, see, I lost my thought here because we were on Vinny for a minute, and we were on no, but we so fuck what a mess. <laughs> I'm getting like flashbacks <laughs> of just terrible things now. Now I'm upset. I can't even. Fucking so so Biden will be like 
So Biden will be the president that let aliens out. That's all I'm saying. No. No? I don't think it'll be him. Really? Would it be Trump? No, I think it'll... Well, Trump started to. Oh, okay. And then they backed off. But in the documentary, they also said that Bush Sr. was going to come out with disclosure. Really? And that got shut down. Really? Yeah. I heard the Bushes are nice. I also heard they're psychos. I don't know. I've never met them. I did. What? I met Bush Sr. What? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, I totally met Bush Sr. as a kid. As a kid? As a kid. Would you shake his hand at a parade? No. So, long story short, the Bush family used to have a summer home in Kennebunkport, Maine, on a spit of land called Walker's Point. Okay. In this t- small New England fishing village, they had a hotel. It looks like a giant White House, right? And it, and on Sundays, they would do this huge brunch. Okay. Okay. Every Sunday, they'd do a brunch for the public, right? And uh, so I was up there as a little kid with my dad and my mom, and we had a silver Chrysler Cordoba, which was like a giant land submarine of a car. It was a big two-door car, massive car, right? And we pull into the parking lot because we had to go to brunch. It was me and my dad. I think my mom was staying back because she didn't feel good. And all of a sudden, my dad starts screaming in the car, oh, my God, there's the president. What? Turns out President Bush, senior, or maybe he was the vice president at the time, I can't remember, was walking out of this hotel with his security detail because he was at his summer home. Jesus. And my dad jumps out of the car. He's like, you know, Mr. Bush, Mr. Bush, Mr. Bush. He runs right up on the security detail. Wait, your old man did? My old man did. Your old man was a baller. We'll talk about that later. But Yes. And Secret Service freaks out, of course, and they're all reaching for their guns because they think he's some lunatic. And he's like, I want you to meet my son. I want you to meet my son. Please come over to the car and meet my son. Now, I'm terrified. I'm in the car, right? Because I see the security detail getting, getting, uh, you know, a little, little crazy, right? Right. So I roll up all the windows and I lock the door on the car. What the fuck? And Mr. Bush Sr. comes over to the car, knocks on the window. He's like, hey, hey. Roll down the window. I want, I want to shake your hand, son. Come on, roll down the window. And I was shaking my head because oh, I was totally freaked out. It took like five minutes. And eventually I got out of the car and I got to meet Bush Sr. and shake his hand. It was probably 10 seconds, but your endorphins were oh, surging you, through your body. So you, you're was like, so freaked seemed out. like an eternity. Some, did you know who it was? No, I had no idea who it was at the time. But what he was really nice fuck? and he had that accent. Hey, Hey, roll down the window. I, I just want to talk to you. Shake your hand. Yeah, it was. It was. That's why it was pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing that I can look back and say I met a former president in person, and shook his hand, not at a parade, not at an event, just randomly chilling. Just, just randomly chilling after he got got done eating brunch. You know, there's an entire conspiracy theory just in this story. I'm not going to bring it up because. It's not time, Joe Skelly. Okay. It's not time. Fair enough. But I do love it, and we are going to get to it. So we're going to shout out to Vin. We're going to shout out to Johnny Weir. I almost said the wrong fucking name. Shout out to all them boys at NASA trying to get their shit done. (laughs) 
This is Bay's boys. 30, 97 seconds and of Tom information. DeLong. Tom DeLonge, yeah. He's a great drummer. We're not going to get distracted, but send us an email if you know anything about aliens. <laughs>